tell you what, I appreciate the singing this morning. The Christmas song was a brand new one, and uh, maybe one of the most beautiful Christmas songs I've ever heard in my life, and uh, sung by young people who love the Lord and mean it, and uh, Paul was singing. Paul's been sweating like a stuck pig. Are you okay, son? Are you okay? And man, he was sweating, but I understand when you get between those two girls, I'd be sweating too, you know? <laughs> It reminds me, when we, uh, we got here, one of the reasons we're here, we're looking for students at West Coast Baptist College. And is it Georgiana? Did I get that right? Christiana, Christiana. So Christiana's sitting there, and I, and I walk over, and, and then she looks college age, you know. I said, how are you this morning? Fine. And I said, oh, my name is Toby Weaver. I'm from West Coast. And, uh, and so she says, I'm in the service. And I said, well, when you get done with the service, we'd love you to come to West Coast Baptist College and be a student there. So she's smiling. She's very friendly. And I gave her a card, and I said, looks to me like you'd make a wonderful pastor's wife. So I uh, come up here, and a few minutes later, this big bad guy comes in and sits by her. And I said, the guy's going to kill me at the end of the hour. So, hey, man, I was just kidding, okay? But you could marry her, and both of you could come and be students. How about that one? That would work right there. You look like a preacher, brother. So, so you're invited. And uh, if you'd like to come by the table at the end of the hour and pick up some information, about West Coast, we'd be more than happy uh, to put that in your hand. At the close of the hour, pastor's giving me permission just to say a very quick word about the resources that we brought for you as well. This is my wife, Rita. She and I have been married for 52 years, and God's been good, been good to us, and we've been privileged to serve the Lord in several wonderful places, and one of those places was in uh, Hammond, Indiana for 13 years, I think, and I was the dean of men at Hiles Anderson College, and, and Brother Hiles asked me to teach a young married couple's Sunday school class, and, and your pastor and his wife were there, and so uh, what great days. And these are great days. These are great days. Amen. These are great days. I don't care what to say about COVID and everything else. I mean, we're here in church. It's raining. We have seen more rain in the last three days than we see in two years in Lancaster, okay? So I'm going to stand out in the rain, take advantage of it. And so, and then all these farmers are so excited down in the Central Valley, and it's just a blessing. And thank you for Pastor, for allowing us to come to Bible Baptist and been treating us like we're royalty, I, I promise you. And I uh, thank the Lord. Then we have some young people from West Coast Baptist College who are here looking at the school. And if you don't come and do that, I'm going to kill you, okay? Because this is a great, great place, brother. I'm telling you what. Wonderful, wonderful place. And choir, you were great this morning. I'm not going to preach a long time. It's almost noontime. Is anybody just hungry other than me? Huh? Man, I get hungry thinking about the word hungry, you know? But I heard about that Baptist preacher. You know, he got up and he said, it's uh, 10 to 12, I'm not going to preach long. And so, you know, I could tell he was lying because his lips were moving, you know. But he started, you know, talking like that. You know, I said, oh, my word. So he starts preaching. And uh, 12 o'clock becomes 12.30, 12.30 becomes 1, 1.30, 2 o'clock. And about 2.15, a fellow about where you're sitting just had all he could take. And he'd come and start walking out. And the pastor, he made the pastor mad. He said, hey, what do you think you're doing? The guy said, I'm leaving, man. And the pastor said, you can't do that. That's rude. And, and, the, and the guy said, preacher, you talk about rude. You're the one who's rude. You said you're going to preach briefly. And man, the sun's about to go down. And it, it made the preacher mad. And he said, well, what, are you, what, what are you going to do? Where are you going? The guy said, I'm going to go get a haircut. And the preacher said, you should have done that before church. The guy said, I didn't need one then. <laughs> and, and so I'm not, I'm not going to go on and on and on forever. But I do have something very, 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 very much on my heart. If you're turning your Bibles this morning to the book of Matthew, please. Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9, and thank you for being faithful here in Marysville at Bible Baptist Church. What a special church. If a preacher who loves the Lord with a great vision and, and the new building, boy, that's state of the art over there. 
pastor took us on a tour, and the modulus over there, you got something good going here. Amen. Amen. You got something good going here. Amen. And uh, man, if I, was, if I lived in driving distance, this is where Reed and I would be. I guarantee you that right now. Chapter number nine, Matthew chapter number nine. Uh, Matthew wants to talk to you and me about something very important. Let's begin, please, with verse number 36. But when he saw the multitudes, that is Jesus, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. You know what the pandemic did to us? It scattered the sheep. It scattered the sheep, okay? But they still need a shepherd. Sheep need a shepherd. And so a bunch of sheep are here today. I'm one of them. I'm glad I'm here. Here's the shepherd. Here's the leader of the flock. We have the leader of the flock. We have the under-shepherd here. Jesus is the great shepherd. We have the under-shepherd. We have sheep here. We're here. We're, we heard it ourselves in here. We heard it's going to be good, some, some good singing today. And, uh, and a bus kid from Virginia is going to preach a brief message. And so we came. And uh, I've enjoyed every bit of it. I'm going to enjoy preaching too. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Then saith he to, unto his disciples... The harvest truly is plenteous. I like that word plenteous. That means there's a bunch of them. There's a whole slew of folks out there who need Jesus. The harvest is plenteous. Not, not minute, but plenteous, Jesus said. These are the words of Jesus Christ. The harvest is plenteous. He says, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. I want to speak to you just for a few moments this morning because my heart has been so encouraged driving up through the Central Valley, seeing the rain, and the attitude of everybody changes in the Central Valley when there's rain. It really does. Those farmers pray for rain, and God has sent the rain. He sent the rain. And, and then seeing the rain, which means we're going to have a wonderful harvest, and they're going to plant the seed. And so today, I'd like to take just a few moments and plant the seed of, of what God wants you and me to do in the, in the harvest. It's harvest time. It's just harvest time. Growing up, <clears throat> I was introduced to a preacher on a ball field. My little brother and I were, were, we just happened to be products of a broken home. My dad was a 100% disabled World War II vet. He'd been captured in the Battle of the Bulge. He'd been t- tortured, and he came home. He had seizures. He could never function quite completely right. And my mama could hardly take it, and, and on Halloween, on, on Thanksgiving night, 1957, my mother le- just left us for the last time. And my daddy did the best he could to raise my little brother and me, but we became mean as snakes. Mean. But we could play ball. We both were ball players. And so we were on the ball field, and this preacher, preacher had just started the church over in town, and this preacher drives out on the mound in his car, and he gets out and he said, nobody here hit my fastball. And I said, I can hit your fastball. I couldn't even see it. And I said, Whoa. And then after he, after he struck all of us out, he hit one. He hit it all the way to the next county. He said, if any of you boys will come to church with my wife and me Sunday, I'll give you a brand new baseball. And I said, I'm in. I'm in. Came by our little old dumpy house and picked my little brother and me up and, and took, us to, took us to church. I'll never forget getting to church. I didn't want to be in church. Man, I didn't want to be in church. But some, the preacher said he'd take us out to eat, so that sounded cool. And so my brother and I got to church, and we just started wandering around the church. We didn't go in there. We went in Sunday school and got all the donuts and all the milk and snuck out. Okay? We're bus kids. And then we just started wandering around the church. Just wandering around the church doing preaching in there. 
we're going to mooch off anybody who would be moochable. Moochable. And so we walk, and, and so we walk, and, and my brother and I, and, I, and we looked in there, and there were some men praying while the preacher was up there preaching. They were praying. It was Jerry Falwell. And, and, and they, they, these men were praying, and I said, well, I've never seen anything like that. And then, then my brother and I started sneaking in cars, looking for change or whatever, you know. And, and, uh, but inside, they opened up with, um, only believe, only believe, all things are possible. Only believe. And the pastor's wife was a great piano player. Her name was Maisel. And she modulated. And then they sang, Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. All things are possible. Lord, I believe. And I got it. And I said, wow. Never heard anything like that. And they had church. And my brother and I just kept scrounging around. We walked up to the 7-Eleven and messed around up there and got back in time for church to end, and, and, and they, they started singing another song. Here's what they sang. I'll never forget it. It's harvest time, harvest time. The grain is falling, the Savior's calling. Oh, do not wait, it's growing late. Behold, the fields are white, it's harvest time. I remember that as a kid. Isn't that amazing? And folks, I want to say today, it's harvest time. It's harvest time. It's harvest time. The young people sang a moment ago, and it, it choked me up. It always does. All we need is the power of God to fall once more. Heavenly Father, may the power of God fall on this place, on Lancaster Baptist, as Pastor Chapel is preaching this morning. And you've given us an obligation. You've given us not just a mandate that we've been going through this for three years, but the divine mandate. And the divine mandate is go and tell people about the Savior, about Jesus. And as we investigate truth for just a few moments today, may the power of God fall on this sweet church, on this pastor, on these folks who've come to church today in the rain. On our group, we need you. I pray if anyone's come today and they're not 100% sure that heaven is their home, nobody wants to go to hell. I pray that today would be the day of salvation for them. And for those of us that, as Pastor mentioned earlier, used to, used to this, used to that, as John taught in Sunday school this morning, the used to Christians, I pray that we would step up to the plate spiritually this morning as a church as a body, as a family, and do what you've told us to do in Jesus' name. Amen. I see several truths this morning that are very important for you and for me. This is the crowd that came to church in the rain today. You mean business. You love the Lord enough to come out in the rain. Some people don't. Raining, we can't go to church. Well, tomorrow morning's when it's working. I wonder if they'll go to work. I mean, it's a big ball game down yonder. I wonder if they'll go to the big ball game down yonder. You came to church, thank you, today. Very encouraging. Music has been encouraging. Sunday school class was very encouraging today. I could tell it was going to be great because when I looked, when John got up, I looked at his shoes. He looked like he's been in the military. You could see your face in his shoes. And I said, that guy came ready. He's going to teach a good lesson. Let's buy shoes. You can see, you can tell quality when you see it, by the way. 
And thank you, Brother John. That was great. Today you helped me. Let's look at several truths here. I, I see, first of all, the concern and the compassion of the Savior. He's so loving. The greatest thing that you and I can ever deal with is love. You can't beat it. Growing up in a broken home, I didn't know what love was. We, didn't, we knew what hate was. We knew what ancient age bourbon was. We knew what Miller High Light and Schlitz and, 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 and Bud Light and all that. We, we knew every bit of that. We knew what immorality was. We saw it. We saw, we, we saw vice. I, I knew what guns were because they, they were in our house. But a preacher came along and cared about two snotty-nosed bus kids who couldn't tithe, who had nothing to give. Nothing to give. Nothing. But he loved us and took us to church in his new car the next day and gave me a brand new baseball. Now, I might not be a whole, whole, whole bunch, but I can give a kid a baseball and try to get him to church. If the Savior's concerned, I need to be concerned. Yeah, but, but I'm nervous. I, I get it. Sometimes I, I get nervous passing out tracks too. And, you know, I've, 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 sometimes I'm like this. But the good news is they feel sorry for me and take it. <laughs> you know, bless his heart, you know. You know, he's got the quakes or something, you know. If, if, if we'll go, he'll give fruit. If we'll put, if we'll have the compassion and the concern that Jesus... Luke 19.10, for the Son of Man is come. Why did he come? To seek and to save that which was lost. That's the whole purpose of why he came. For the Son of Man is come. He left heaven. He left, he left the beautiful music in heaven. He, he, left, he left sitting at the right hand of the Father in heaven. He left every bit of that for you and for me for one purpose, to seek and to save that which was lost. And he needs you and me to partner with him. Can I get an amen? All right. I feel the power. <laughs> I feel something coming down. Okay? I feel like God wants to do something special today. I feel it coming down. So he says, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Thought number one. Thought number two. There are only three. Thought number two. Not only do I see the Savior's concern and compassion, I, I see the condition of the saints. In the book of Psalms, someone wrote in Psalm 142.4, I looked on my right hand, and behold, no man cared for my soul. I, I, look, I looked, and no man cared. Nobody cared. Look, look, we know what soul winning is. We know what telling people about Jesus is, and there's so many ways to do that. Knocking on doors, of course. Uh, ladies baking, baking a dozen cookies and going across the street. Baking a cake and going down the street to somebody that... Looks like they may be antagonistic, but they like cake. And they like cookies. And if you'll smile and just say, hey, my name is Toby. This is my wife, Rita, and she baked these cookies for you. And man, we'd love for you folks to visit our church someday. And you plant the seed. You plant the seed. Well, yeah, but I've been rejected before. Jesus was rejected too. Remember the rich young ruler? It happens. Well, J Jesus didn't quit when, when, when there wasn't a decision. Paul had Demas. Demas hath forsaken me. Paul didn't say, well, he quit. I quit too, man. No, 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 no. No, we're going to have setbacks. That, that just proves we're doing the right thing. 
So that just proves we're on the right track, and, and we, we can't, I will not quit, I will not quit, I will not quit. And I'm not trying to be the, the, positive, the positive guru dude because, because we have a target on our back, church. The world, the flesh, the devil, the, the devil hates you. The devil despises this church. He despises West Coast Baptist College. And he'd do anything. And we live in California. Pastor and I were talking earlier this morning. We don't live in the state of California. We live in the state of confused California. And lost California. It's a mission field. And God has planted you and me here. We could, we could bolt. We could, we could pack up and run off. But California needs the Lord. And we're still here. We're here. We're here. I see the Savior's concern and compassion. I see the saints' condition that, that we're sitting back and people, people are saying nobody, nobody cares and, and we must care. And then thirdly, I see the sinners cry. Jeremiah 8.20, the harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. These people in Jeremiah's day said, the harvest is past. Look, let's don't let the harvest pass us by. Let's don't let the harvest pass us, pass us by. Uh, he could come any, any moment. His, his, coming is, his coming is imminent. And I don't want to go empty-handed, do you? And I want to stand there, and I want him to look at me. He doesn't have to. Uh, all I want to hear is, Toby, well done, thou good and faithful servant. That's all I need to hear. That's bonus plenty enough. That's plenty of bonus right there. I don't know about the crowns and all that other stuff. You know, I, I want to put him at the feet of Jesus, and you do too. But it, it's, time, it's time the church in California woke up. And we're, and we're the church. We've got it. Church, we've got it. We, we've got it. We've, we've just got to share it. And we've got to step back and say, okay, I'm going to swallow my pride. I'm going to swallow my fear. I'm going to swallow my, my anxiety on this because you've, you, you've told us to, to go. I, I hear in hell the... the, the the cry of, of, of anxiety and, and the, the, the choir of, they're, they're accusing. Toby, why didn't you tell me? You knew me. You knew me at work. You saw me. I was right there by you. Why didn't you tell me? That, that's the cry in hell. They're not down there playing checkers. They're in hell. And it's as real as, 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 it's as, real as the rain out there today. Hell is real. Let's get, let's, let's, let's get a passion. Let's get a cause. Let's get a cause. Let's just get a cause. The, 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 the guy at work who, who, who's different. Down in Victorville a, a, a few years ago, uh, I was getting ready to go preach over at Bible Baptist in Victorville, California. And this, this young man comes in on a skateboard. He has yellow and blue hair and is doing all this kind of stuff. And he has piercings and tattoos from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. And he's on his skateboard in, in, in the Taco Bell. Man, he was good. He's going all around it. And, and so he and, I made, he and I made eye contact. And I went, uh-oh. He comes over and he says, hey, dude, what are you looking at, dude? <laughs> I said, I'm looking at you, son. Boy, I choked up. He said, what are you going to do about it, dude? And I reached in my pocket and I handed I said, I'll give you one of these. And as he was leaving, he said, you're weird, man. And sometimes I am pretty weird now that I think about it. But... I hope and pray that young man took that gospel track somewhere and, 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 he, and he, he took advantage of just... Re Look, let's, let's just go plant the seed. 
And, and let's water it. Let's go back. Hey, how y'all doing? Just want to invite you to church again. Let's don't give up. Let's don't throw the towel in. Let's don't, th- let's, let's don't quit. I hear, the cry, I hear the cry of hell. Where were the soul winners? They're real people. They're citizens of hell. are real people. The character of hell is forever. But there's an there's abundance of harvest, but absence of harvesters. Now here's a preacher. Saw a bunch of little boys out there playing baseball in, in Vista Acres in Lynchburg, Virginia. And he pulls his car out there and he gets out and he gets involved. He'd have to do that. And two ragamuffin little boys, ragamuffin little boys, rode the, rode the car to church, then we rode the bus to church, then we were picked up by other people. And, he, he, and, and eventually, eventually, Oliver B. Green was preaching a revival and I got saved. And as a kid who was kicked out of two grades in school for stealing and cussing and threatening the teachers, went to Bible college and grounded it out. And on a blind date, this beautiful young lady came along, Rita Ford, a blind date of all things. And she liked me. And she accepted, she, she accepted me for what I was. A saved bus kid, a failure, a mean, dirty, vile, fighting kid who got saved. But when you get saved, there's a transformation. And, and there are Toby and Lee, and Lee Weavers out there. Got a baseball? It's a seed. It's soul winning. Can you buy a kid a pair of shoes? Can you, can you invite the folks next door over for coffee and pie? There's a lot of ways to go soul winning. There's so many ways to go soul winning. There's so many ways. Uh, last night, we were, we were grabbing a quick bite to eat, and there's a fellow standing there, and I gave him a track, and, and uh, man, we're, we're just off and running. You know, it's, it's harvest time. It's harvest time. We have an opportunity down in Lancaster. Lots of people, lots of people left Lancaster Baptist Church in the pandemic. Lots of people moved to Florida, Arizona, Utah, wherever. But we we may be a remnant, but let, let let's be a red hot remnant. Let's do it. It's something that we can do. I, I can't sing like a, the choir and these kids that play the piano, but, 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 but I can do this. All of us can do this. Hey, my name is Toby, and I'd like to give you some good news. And, and invite you to come down to Bible Baptist Church. We've got a very exciting pastor. We've we, we got a Christian school there. You ought to see what God has done there. Man, if you'll come down, uh, we'll, we'll take you by McDonald's uh, after, after church, and we'll, we'll grab a hamburger or something. Man, we'd just love you coming. And, and, and I know you get nervous. I get nervous, but uh, let's... let's Let's, let's be nervous, obedient people. <laughs> let's be tongue-tied, obedient, obedient people. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, I, I almost want to go, if you're saved, then you know it's amen. You know, or, or, or something, you know. I, I, just, I really love your church. And your preacher and I have been friends for about 200 years. And, you know? and, uh, and, and then the group, they, they, they've done well. We've been on the week now exactly a week today. But every day they, they do a great job. But in particular, you really did well today. It was a blessing. 
You, you warm my heart. Do you need to forgive somebody? Forgive them. Do, do, do you need to look in the mirror and say, I'm going to quit doing that. Do it. Do you need to look in the mirror and just say, you know, my biggest enemy is Toby Weaver right there, that stupid guy in the mirror. <laughs> I'll whip that guy right there, the guy I'm looking at in the mirror. You know, uh, do, do you need to find a place, maybe at the altar today, to, and just to say, Lord, I'm going to put this on the, on the altar. Uh, I, I used to pass out tracts. I used to tell people about the Lord. I'm going to get back to that. That's between you and the Lord. I'm going to ask Pastor to come and close out the, the service any way he sees fit, and uh, we'll join you at the table in a little bit. Preacher? thankful for the blessings you have given to us and Lord the opportunities and I do pray that you'd help all of us Lord to look into our own heart as we were challenged this morning uh, Lord there's a world that's dying and going to hell there's people uh, that are saved but they've been scattered and Lord I do pray that you'd help us Lord to be able to reach them and to draw them in and Lord maybe we've been a little scattered in our own life and we've not been following you. I pray that the Spirit of God would help all of us uh, to make decisions in our lives. Heads bowed, eyes closed. You're here this morning. You say, Pastor, I am a child of God. I know the Lord is my personal Savior. Uh, Pastor, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that if I died, I'm going to heaven. As a testimony to the Lord, just lift your hand up. You're a child of God. You know you're saved. Amen. Amen. You can put your hands down. Maybe you're here this morning. You say, Pastor, I'm not sure. I wish I had that confidence. I don't. I am unsure of my eternal destiny. Pastor, pray for me. I won't come to you. I won't embarrass you. But I want to pray for you. You say, Pastor, that's me this morning. Pray for me. I'm unsure of my eternal destiny. Pastor, pray for me. Just lift your hand up right where you're at. I won't come to you. I won't embarrass you, but I want to pray for you. All right? I see your hand. moments we're going to stand and we're going to sing and we're going to stand and the altars are going to be open and when we stand there's going to be an opportunity for all of us maybe we've been a little scattered Christian and are following the Savior let's, let's get back serving the laborers are few and that's what the Lord is looking for he's looking for those laborers if you're a child of God and the Lord put his finger on something in your life you respond that same time, if you raised your hand, unsure of your eternal destiny, let me encourage you to come, and we'll have someone take the Bible and show you what God has to say about you going to heaven. Now, Father, you know the needs of each person, and Lord, you see the hand, saw the hand raised, and uh, Lord, others that should have, and I pray that you would help all of us, Lord, just to respond to your leading in our lives, please. Bless now, please, in this invitation, for Christ's sake we pray. Amen. Let's stand together. The instruments are continuing to play. If the Lord spoke to your heart this morning, you respond. You respond. You raised your hand. Unsure of your eternal destiny. You come forward. Uh, we'll have someone take the Bible and show you what God has to say about you going to heaven. Amen. How about it, Christian? Been a little while since you bowed a knee. unsure of your eternal destiny there's a number on your screen and let me 